huge news, years in the making, my brand new book that my publishers refuse to publish, Money Matrix. Beat the money system and build generational wealth. Understand the three main ways that the banks productize you and make money from you. You'll be able to turn that system against itself, build generational wealth and multiple streams of recurring income. It's all at moneymatrix.cash. And if you're quick, the first few hundred registrants and buyers will receive many special bonuses from me. The brand new Moneymaker Summit three-day special event. Meet me at a champagne reception. Meet me at a multi-millionaire networking dinner. Go now, moneymatrix.cash. This is huge. The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. 14 ways to create passive recurring income live stream to my facebook page from my bed with my electric blanket on life could not be better i'm also recording this for the money podcast so lots of people say there's no such thing as passive income it cannot be done usually when people say it cannot be done what they really mean is they don't know how because i've been earning passive income from my books my podcasts my properties etc. for many years, millions of pounds. So I'm going to give you 14 ways to create passive recurring income. Then I'm going to give you six main elements and things to remember to create passive recurring income. Okay, so the first thing is a book. So you could write a paperback book, which could then be a Kindle book, which could then be an audiobook, which can then go on the iTunes store and many other book stores online and paperback. So it's funny because a book doesn't just create income from one source. It creates income from many sources because there are many different bookstore providers now. Now, obviously, Amazon is the main one, but on Amazon, there are four types of books. There is the paperback book, the ebook, the Kindle and the Audible, you know, they own Audible, the audiobook. So you only have to write one book and then you could get passive income for the rest of your life, recurring income. Now, look, I don't really mind what your definition is. Some people don't like the word passive because it's they feel it gives the implication that you don't have to do anything to start. I certainly don't believe in that. I believe you have to set to forget. I believe you have to work hard enough not to have to work hard. And therefore, you have to create the asset with some kind of capital that could be hard capital, i.e. money. That could be soft capital, i.e. time, resources. You could get a ghostwriter, a partner, a co-author. You could record your book on lives uh, and on a Zoom H1 with various episodes for a podcast, for example. And then that could get transcribed into a book. So you could actually time leverage the asset. Um, I uh, I have always handwritten my books when I say handwritten typed as opposed to uh, transcribed, like I've handwritten with a quill and some ink. Um, but this latest book, Opportunity, I've been voice memoing my ghostwriter, um, who's been then typing up the notes and helping me edit and research for more leverage. Um, because I want to write, what, four books a year, 
Well, certainly four books in the next year, so I need to leverage up. Um, but book royalty income is significant. Now, when you uh, write one book and you launch it in one uh, sort of format, hmm, yeah, you're not going to be a millionaire doing that necessarily unless you're lucky or you're a celebrity or you write an amazing book. Um, but if you write it in one format, get it uh, repurposed into all the other formats, and then you make sure it's evergreen when you write it, and then you write another one in a year or two, another one in a year or two. Before you know it, two, three, five years down the line, you have got multiple streams of income just from the book. I earn hundreds of thousands of pounds from the recurring income of my books. Uh, okay, so the second thing is music royalty. Uh, now, look, this is not my thing. I've never written a song. I can't sing. I've got no musical dexterity. But many people have. TikTok's a thing at the moment when people are lip syncing all their songs. Um, uh, and yeah, look, it, it's a way. I'm not saying it's one that I'm going to teach you and you're going to make money out of. But um, if you think about uh, Christmas, what's probably the most famous Christmas song? All right, well, I'm just going to say the name of the band and then you'll probably get it. And that is Slade. You're singing it now in your head. I'm not going to sing it because I'm not doing that to you. But it is Christmas. OK, so I don't, a Slade wrote that song in the 70s and they earn more than £500,000 a year, I believe, in passive recurring royalty income from that song. Um, so it, it is a thing. Might not be your thing, but it's a thing. Uh, OK, let's get to some that you can do. The third thing is fan funding. So Patreon Facebook supporter. You could even create your own platform. I heard that Jordan Peterson was going to do that when he left Patreon. Fan funding is, hey, I'm an artist. I'm a creative. I'm a content provider. I'm an influencer. Please could you support me and donate £3 a month, £5 a one off £10 to help me curate and create my work. That's become a big thing now. Uh, and I have nearly 2,500 members of my Facebook supporter program. I don't really use found fan funding. I use more crowdfunding because I don't think people think that they need to donate money to me. They know I'm kind of rich enough and that, that story would maybe not be the best. Um, however, Patreon and Facebook support program on your own platforms uh, are a big thing for fan funding and it's a way for you to get paid in a recurring way for the content you're already putting out there. Now, if you want to go technical on the definition of passive, you have to set to forget and have to work hard enough not to have to work hard. But if you're already doing it, if you're already creating content for your um, lives, if you're already creating content for your podcast, then to then ask for fan funding, donations, etc., get a, a bit of recurring billing on a you know monthly subscription, even if it's just three forty nine a month, for example, then you're getting paid for what you're already doing. So you could argue that that has become passive or at least recurring income. The next one then is creating membership sites. So you could use Kajabi, you could create your own, line on, own online membership site and you could put content on there, products, services and you could get paid monthly for membership sites. Uh, this is obviously a big thing. This could scale globally, leveraging social media in the, and the internet. So you might already be doing the work. You might already, already be creating the content. You could put it on a membership site. Now, I have a membership site for my supporters and at the moment I'm just putting content on there for them. But once there's enough on them that's populated, I could go to the wider market and I could probably charge 10 to 30 pounds a month, maybe have a higher level at 50 pound a month for that too. OK, next then is affiliate earnings. So you, could you get paid for referring people? Could you be an ambassador for my companies? Progressive property, progressive success. Could you refer people to us and then get paid on the lifetime that the client invests in their products and services and training and mentorships and masterminds with us? 
So you refer the person once, hopefully you get paid on a recurring basis. Obviously, you need to partner with someone that pays you on a recurring basis and pays you lifetime like we do at Progressive uh, and, and make sure that, you know, the systems and processes and courses and tracking is good. OK, the next one then is getting recommendations to your products and services. If you have a good ambassador program yourself or an affiliate program yourself where people can refer clients to you and maybe they just opt in and then it's tracked or they're referred to you on WhatsApp and you call them up and get them on one of your programs, you could argue that that is recurring or passive income. So you can do it in the reverse way of being an affiliate. You could uh, create an affiliate program for your existing products or services and get paid on a recurring basis for that. The next one is having intellectual property. Maybe you have some IP, a patent, some kind of design, a license, etc., that uh, other, other people pay a license fee for. Or uh, with um, uh, Guinness uh, Book of World Records, you have to pay a license when you get the world record to use their logo. So there's many ways that you could create intellectual property or some kind of license related income from an asset that you create. Now, remember, I said at the end of this live stream and money podcast, I'm going to cover the six key elements of creating recurring income. And one of them is creating an asset upon which you then get passive recurring income. Intellectual property is an asset. A license is an asset. Information is an asset. A membership site is an asset. A property is an asset. A song is an asset. I think you get the picture about assets. Next then is creating a franchise. So you might already have a business, a product or service. Create a franchise around it. Create a good franchise contract, a good franchise manual, some good franchise training, which can all be created online and in videos and audios and, and manuals. And then all of a sudden you can sell that to different franchisees, you being the franchise or and then you can get passive income from all of the work that they do. I have a franchise, Progressive Property Network. We have about 30 locations. It's just a small franchise. It doesn't make me a millionaire. It's not the sole purpose of that. It's also to generate um, leads and community members for my, for my business. But if you've already got assets, you could create a franchise. If you're starting from scratch, I probably wouldn't go for, to a franchise straight away because it is kind of a lot of work. But if you already have those assets, you could leverage that. The next thing is e-commerce or online income. So uh, we have various different products online, courses you can buy, online courses, audio programs, etc. Um, you could have a shop on Amazon or Shopify uh, and have um, people you know, coming to your e-commerce sites and buying your product online, which you um, white label and um, outsource or the fulfillment of. That's huge at the moment. E-commerce is massive and it's probably only just started and something that is definitely good for passive recurring income. The next then is ad revenue. So if you have lots of followers, if you have listeners, if you have subscribers, if you have traffic, then obviously you can run ads. You can run ad roll on YouTube. You can run ads on a podcast. I'm not the biggest fan of ads, but I'm giving you the 14 ways I know to create passive income. You can choose which one you're a fan of. I have test started to test ads on my podcast. I'm doing one a month for the next few months with uh, Blinkist. That's gone really well. They're really happy. I'm really happy so far. I've had nothing but good feedback so far about that, but I'm doing it as a test. But, you know, now I have many millions of downloads. I'm kind of missing a, a lot of opportunity for a, a lot of revenue by not running ads. I wouldn't want to be one of these American podcasts that runs five ads before their show. For me, it's, it's, it's not quite the right thing or the right fit, but maybe that's very British of me. I'll let you decide, but you can pretty much run an ad on virtually any platform now. The next then is sponsorship. So um, my social media guy and friend and um, also an influencer himself, Kieran, 
He got sponsored by um, a watch seller to do a video to promote that their, their watch shop and he got a, a Gucci watch for it. He's been sponsored by many supplement products because he's an ex-bodybuilding world champion. Um, I, I am not, I'm serious about this. I'm trying to get sponsored by Costa Coffee. I'd love to be sponsored by Alexander McQueen. I'd love to be sponsored by Odomars PGA because these are brands I really believe in and love. So yeah, um, sponsorship's a thing. And obviously, if you have a big social media following, a big platform, lots of listeners on your podcast, lots of viewers of your YouTube video, lots of followers of your page, good reach on LinkedIn, then you are going to be much more attractive to people who want to run ads and people who want to run sponsorships. Okay, we've got one, two, three, four more, and then six points I want to cover. But first, I would just ask you, would you mind sharing this podcast on the Money Podcast or the live, if you're watching the live or the recording of the video, if you think this has been useful to you? Um, I've been told by someone very high up in Facebook that 25 shares is about the equivalent of a reach of 1 million. So um, I, I would uh, request that you do share my work if you think it's good. Um, I've got a lot of intel now from right deep inside LinkedIn and Facebook because um, they deem me to be quite a significant influencer. I have the Facebook supporter program. I'm about to launch the Facebook stars program. It's taken us years to get me a proper account manager on Facebook. You know, someone you can talk to and Zoom call and, and have direct contact with. And we've got someone now pretty high up. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to keep feeding you a lot of this information as I get it. So please do share this um, if you think it's been useful to you. OK, next then is money lending. If you have money, you can lend the money as long as you get security and a charge and you factor the risk element. Uh, you could lend money out and, and get the, the, the recurring return. You could get, get it paid monthly or rolled up at the end of the term. Again, not really one for me. I prefer to lend my money to myself. I prefer to invest my own money in my own assets and manage my own money. But it is something you could do if you've got a decent amount of money. Don't do it without risk warning, though. And don't do it without a proper lawyer and, and proper advice. It's not something you just trip over and into. The next thing is information. Information is a great way to create recurring income. I mean, look at... Um, the Facebook supporter program, the Patreon program, people who run online membership sites, people who run seminars, you know, people who run global live streams, people who sell information in the form of audio, video. Um, Netflix is selling information and making billions out of it. So information, online courses, etc. is a great way because you create the asset once and then you earn on it forever. Um, Think and Grow Rich was written in the 20s, I believe. Still one is in the top 10 best selling books of all time. Uh, there are films that were recorded in the 70s and the 80s that are still being showed and still generating revenue today. There are songs way back from the 60s, the 50s that are still generating revenue. I like an asset to be evergreen, which is probably actually one of my six points. Um, if an asset is evergreen and it doesn't go out of date for decades, then you can earn year on year on year. And yeah, maybe you have to set to forget. But once it's set, then you can forget, except for the recurring commissions and the checks and the, and the bank transfers that you get for your assets that you've created. And then finally, you could have a sales team and you could hire people. So people forget that hiring people is passive recurring income for you. Because if someone else is doing the sales and someone else is doing the, the marketing and then someone else is doing the admin and the fulfillment and the follow-up and the customer service, then you have recurring passive income. You could be a non-exec director. You could be an owner of a company, but not necessarily on the front line. By the way, I don't want you to think I'm encouraging laziness. People sometimes take my content out of context because they take one little bit and they don't see the whole thing. So obviously, like I said, you do have to set to forget. You probably do still want to use your brain for creating visions uh, and ideas and disruptions and creating partnerships and collaborations. 
but the 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 previous asset that you set can then forget. And so your job can just be create asset, move on, create asset, move on, create asset, move on, create asset, move on. There's so many people that are spending all their time jumping from job to job to job to job, career to career to career to career. They're jumping from biz up to biz up to biz up to biz up. And each time they jump from one to the other, they don't get any recurring benefit from the ones that they leave. Whereas if they set them all up as assets, they could earn recurring residual passive income for many years after they did the work on the asset. Okay, so now I've got six key factors of creating um, passive recurring income. And like I said, if you listen to the podcast, the money podcast, please do share it on your socials. And if you're watching the video, please do share it on um, Facebook, maybe on your page um, or on your profile, if you think this will be helpful to people. So six key factors in creating passive recurring income is one, you need to create an asset that creates income and all 14 of the ways to create passive income, which I'll summarize in about five minutes time are assets. Um, uh, uh, you may use capital or you may use sweat equity, hard capital, soft capital, but you create assets first that create the income. It's nothing wrong with exchanging time for money, but that's not an asset. Uh, okay. The next thing is you need to preserve your capital at all costs. So you put capital into an asset, preserve it, ring fence it. Don't erode it. A lot of people are eroding capital, spending money. It's the asset that creates the recurring income. So preserve the capital. The third thing I've said many times, I'll say it again, you have to set to forget. And you have to work hard enough not to have to work hard. The fourth point is uh, to create assets that are evergreen. Um, so a property lasts for 100 years or longer. That's great. A book, if you write it, that doesn't go out of date. So don't write about Brexit or interest rates. Write a book that might last 10 or 20 or 50 years, like Think and Grow Rich. Um, or Rich Dad Poor Dad's 20 years old now. Um, so your information, can you make it evergreen? A song, can you make it relevant in many years' time? Uh, your etc. Um, okay. Five then is some assets will need management and maintenance. Properties need management maintenance and might need a refurb every five to 10 years. Tenant checking in, checking out, inventory, etc. Books, not so much maintenance. If you write them well, they might last 10, 20, 30 years. But my property investing secrets is on edition five or six, because that does tend to go out of date a bit quicker than some of my other books. So I'd regard rewriting or doing an updated edition of a book, uh, management and maintenance. If I had an online course, I might need to redo a module every year or two or update it with a new module every year or two. So that would be management maintenance of the asset. Uh, and then reinvesting some profits of your recurring back into creating more assets. So you have this mass compounding effect of multiple assets. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'm going to summarize it now. It will be on the Money Podcast if you want to listen to it in your ears when you're running, walking on in the car, on the train, the plane, wherever you are, going intergalactic, listening to me in your ears. And someone said they're going to have to charge me for the rent in their ears listening to me so much. I like that, but I ain't paying. But that would be good passive income. Okay, so a 14 ways to create passive recurring income. Book royalties in multiple formats. Audio book, ebook, physical book, Kindle book. Um, music royalties, if you're into that sort of thing, music, music and production. Fan funding like Patreon and uh, Facebook supporter. Um, membership sites. Affiliate earnings when you're an affiliate for others rec recommending people like Progressive and Progressive Success. Uh, you having an ambassador affiliate program where people refer clients to you. Creating intellectual property and IP uh, and licenses. Creating a franchise model where you sell the franchises and, and you get a recurring income. You get 5 or 10% of the turnover of the franchise. E-commerce selling stuff online where you get traffic generated and people buying your products and services online. Ad revenue, sponsorship, money lending, but not without its risks, information and creating online um, info, courses, etc. 
and then building a team, having a sales team, a marketing team, a fulfillment team. Okay, so I hope you think that's useful. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Please share the funk out of this episode now. Mm-hmm.